everybody. Chris Webster here to talk about one of the latest supporters to the Archaeology Podcast Network, The Motley Fool. Now, I've been investing in the stock market through various applications for a few years now, and everybody who's listening to this can benefit from that sort of investment for the long-term financial planning. And also, I know the hosts of these podcasts can benefit because as archaeologists, like none of us get retirement, <laughs> we all have to kind of fend for ourselves. So investing in the stock market is a good idea, but not everybody can do it. And look, we get it. The market is complicated and confusing, and to many of us, it simply doesn't make sense. In fact, where do you even start? Take all of the guesswork out of it with the Motley Fool Stock Advisor. The Motley Fool has been around for over 25 years and has been spot on in recommending some of the world's most important companies before they hit the big time. I'm talking about Amazon, Tesla, Netflix, Starbucks, all before they exploded in value. With their easy to use and super informative service, Stock Advisor, you could join the ranks before they potentially find the next big thing. After all, their average stock recommendation is up over 400% as of April 10th, 2023. And no need to be intimidated by financial jargon or market complexities. As the name suggests, these guys don't take themselves too seriously. Now, finances, that's a different story. Their friendly and relaxed approach has helped over 700,000 people move closer to financial independence, all while beating the market and having fun. New members can access Stock Advisor for only $89 for their first year, a full $110 off the full list price. Don't sit on the sidelines and think about what could have happened. Visit fool.com slash APN to start your investing journey today. That's $110 discount off of $199 per year list price. Membership will renew annually at the then current list price. So again, check the link in the show notes of this episode. You're listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. You are now entering the Pseudo Archaeology Podcast, a show that uncovers what's fact, what's fake, and what's fun in the crazy world of Pseudo Archaeology. Hello and welcome to the Pseudo Archaeology Podcast, episode 129. I am your host, Dr. Andrew Kinkella, and tonight, the Ganung Padong Pyramid. Hey, guess what? It is totally, utterly not a pyramid. All right, so all I can say tonight is why 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 am i dragged into this why am i dragged into this non-controversy this non-troversy with our friend graham hancock man you know you know i had plan you know what i had planned for you guys i was going to do one of those like easy fun funny podcasts about like silly people of the past you know those are i'll do it next time but i was i was in the mood for something light something a little light but then man i started seeing this thing come up on my various media feeds this ganung padong pyramid thing and so you know what is this it's a it's a quote unquote pyramid in indonesia right except for one major fact it's totally not a pyramid, but we know this, right? So why is it why is it coming up this week? Okay, this is why. Now there's a bit of a backstory here. So Ganung Padang was featured on the first episode of Graham Hancock's Ancient Apocalypse, right? The Netflix show that came out uh, the better part of a year ago. He goes there and he talks about this 
place that is supposedly this huge pyramid in the middle of the jungles of Indonesia, except it's not. It's a natural volcanic outcrop, right? It does, though, have some archaeological structures on top of it. So what he's doing is he's bastardizing the truth, right? There are real archaeological structures on top, which are cool, and we'll talk about those later. But he's saying that everything underneath it was built up, too, and it's actually this massive pyramid, which it's not. It's a natural mountain with a little bit of actual archaeology on the top. That's it. So that's what he argues. And it's obviously just utterly foolish. But you would think that would be the end of it, right? He just argues his dumb idea. And then, hey, ancient apocalypse is shown. And then we move on with our lives. But three days ago, friends, Graham Hancock tweeted, and I quote, he says, episode one of my Netflix series, Ancient Apocalypse, showcases Indonesia's Ganung Padang, possibly the world's oldest pyramidical structure, and honors the work of indigenous geologist Danny Hillman Natawajaja. The Archeo Mafia were furious, but now, vindication. Okay, that's his tweet, right? Oh, and there's so much good stuff there. And after he has the word vindication, he has a colon, and then there is a link to an article from a magazine or really an online connection called Science Alert. And when you go there, there's an article about the new radiocarbon dates, basically, basically the new research that's been done here. And from there, it skips you over to a scientific article in a publication called Archaeological Prospection. Now, we'll go over that in a minute. I, I will say today that I am flipping between a couple different articles on my computer and my phone as well. So you, well, you're going to have to excuse me if I have to move around for a second. Yeah, just deal with it. That's, that's, it's just what I have to do. Okay. So in terms of Graham Hancock's tweet first, dude, I think you heard it. I get to be part of the Archeo Mafia. Now, finally, you know, finally, finally, I'm part of some sort of mafia. You know, I was never able to be part of the real mafia. I mean, a couple of my family connections, you know, they might have, you know, a little bit been, you know, but me, me never. But now, now, dude, I want the T-shirt. I just I want the like. Archeo Mafia with like an arrow pointing up at my head. Like the, <laughs> the Archeo Mafia. I, oh God, I love that. Right. And apparently the Archeo Mafia were furious. <laughs> I was furious, man. Actually, I wasn't furious so much as I didn't really hear about this at all and didn't care. The, I think it should read, and the Archeo Mafia didn't care as usual. P.S. There's no such thing as the Archeo Mafia. That would be more honest. So, oh, um, this is obviously just to trump up Graham Hancock's own stuff. You know, he is an inveterate self-promoter, and that's just he's made up this whole thing, you know, the, this fake battle, us against him. But we don't care about him because he doesn't do real research and he doesn't add anything to the historic or archaeological record. 
He's a charlatan who is out for himself and makes up stories. Yeah, the end. People like me do the hard work and add real history in the only way it's possible at certain places through hard, difficult, scientific archaeological research, which he doesn't do at all. So what what comes from this? So what, what, what's his point? Right. So he's he's why is he vindicated now? What's the deal? So the backstory here has to do with the scientist who, who came up briefly there. His his name again, his full name is Danny Hillman Nadawajaja. Right. And he has been working. He's an Indonesian guy who's been working at this site for quite a while now. Right. I would say, I believe, for over a decade, you know, at least. So he's he's been out there for a while. But what what is he found? Right. What what new scientific insight has been found to vindicate Graham Hancock? Well, my friends, you're just going to have to wait until we return. Hey, archaeology podcast fans. Anyone that's heard me on a show has likely heard me mention coffee one or probably a thousand times. Coffee, however awesome it is, has some downsides and should be consumed in moderation. That's why we partnered with Laird Superfoods. They've got lots of stuff, but their coffee and coffee creamers have been engineered to taste better, provide functional benefits, and don't contain any refined sugars. So are you ready to feel more energized, focused, and supported? Go to LairdSuperfood.com and add nourishing plant-based foods to fuel you from sunrise to sunset. Use our promo code ARCPODNETFEED at checkout and save 15% on your purchase today. You can also click the link in your show notes. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. And welcome back to the Pseudo-Archaeology Podcast, episode 129. I'm still your host, Dr. Andrew Kinkella, and we are talking about the Ganung Padong non-pyramid. So where are we at here, right? Um, when we left, we need to know what the, what the new information is. And I do have to say before I get into it that, you know, it serves us right. You know why? Because when Graham Hancock originally came out with this a year ago on his Netflix special, Let's be honest, those of us who are part of this podcast, we laughed at him. We scoffed at him. And again, while we're being honest, we guffawed. I, I definitely heard some guffaws out there. You know who you are. Guffars out there. And so he is having the last laugh right now. So what do I mean by the last laugh? So it really boils down to this article in this journal called Archaeological Prospection. Now, I hadn't really heard about this journal before. I think this is a smaller journal. I'm not here to poo-poo an archaeology project who um, publishes in smaller journals or that kind of stuff. I've done that kind of stuff. And so I, I got nothing against actual journal itself, but the article, man, I got major problems. And I find that it's sad that something like this got through. What I don't get here is where were the peer reviewers? Like, how did this get through? So what what it actually is, is it's basically an article that says there's a 
They've done a bunch of new carbon-14 dates at this site, which they have. And they kind of lay out here. And here's how old the carbon-14 dates are. And some, I think the oldest ones are like 25,000 years. They're saying that the original pyramid was the first parts of the building began at 25,000 years ago and then layered on after that. And then that's really what the article is about, showing that these dates are indeed great. And this is a classic thing that not only just pseudo-archaeology, but bad researchers do, is they double down. I think you've heard me say this before. They'll double down on some little sciencey part, right? In this case, it's carbon-14 dating. Now, I don't have any problem with their carbon-14 dates. And you're like, what, Kinkella? You're saying that those dates are actually 25,000 years? I'm like, sure. But they're not dating anything that has anything to do with human beings. They're just dating stuff in the soil that was burned. They're dating things like a forest fire from 25,000 years ago. That's what they're dating. So remember that carbon-14 has to be organic material. And they're just digging into a hillside. Basically, they're digging into a natural hillside. And so as you go down every so often, you will find little burn, little shards of stuff that you could date. So I'm sure the dates are fine, but they have nothing to do with people. They just have to do with like geological layers. If that makes sense, there is no proof. Zero. They're literally digging into a hill. There's not like tons of bricks down there. It's none of that kind of stuff. They do find there's like a void. And Graham Hancock talks about this in the Netflix special. Yeah, because sometimes, especially in a volcanic environment, yeah, there's voids down there. You know, gas gets trapped and you don't have fully solid rock. It wasn't made by a person. It's not a tomb. I mean, it is, you guys, it is just idiotic. And I'm, again, I'm shocked that it got this far. It's almost, it's kind of a joke. You know, I'm like, wow, dear archaeological perspective. You might want to double check once or twice because there's some funny stuff getting through. So this is just again, it's just like totally laughable. There's there's nothing to do with reality in this. You know, it's that classic. I think I think this is a version of a straw man argument, right, where you're talking about something separate. You are angling away from the real argument, which is. You have no evidence at all that people were there or any construction was taking place of any kind. You are dating parts of the Earth. And uh, since the Earth is 4.6 billion years old, yeah, you could get some pretty old dates. So what we're really looking at, what Krem Hancock is saying vindicated him is just a horrendous waste of everyone's time, which is classic Graham Hancock. Like this is just a spiral into nowhereville, right? We aren't learning anything new. It's just we're just we should be doing something else. Now, this comes out. And then, as I, I touched on before, there is a more like popular article that, that comes from that in this arena called Science Alert, which I'll talk about a bit later. But what I find is really difficult with situations like this is finding real facts or real articles that's what so many of us want right we're like dude well then what is the real deal with ganung padang like there there is structures at the top of it like what is this place one of my favorite articles on this 
I was cruising around. And one of the nice things that, that I hope I can do for you, you know, as an archaeologist, I can tell what's real online and what is just, you know, a bunch of false BS. There is on a hotcupofjoe.net, there's a guy named Carl Fagans, and he is part of the the fraudulent archaeology wall of shame Facebook group that I've that I've brought up before. Right. And Carl wrote this great article that he did just fairly recently, but in late August. And it's just called Ganung Padang, what archaeology really says. And he does a great job of breaking down the real site, you know, and what is really there and what's not really there. I will definitely link this article at the bottom of this podcast so you guys can go further in depth if you want. He has some really great drawings there of what this type of structure would really be. And he goes through like the the history of the research there. It was originally found, I believe, in 1915, right? It's been generally known for a really long time. But he goes through it and talks about the real age of what this stuff probably is. You know, dates like the, the very early earliest like human settlement, you know, there or human interaction with that area that you find archaeologically. Maybe right around the time of Christ, maybe a tick before, you know, maybe 500 BC. There's stuff that dates, you know, 500 AD. And as one of the true sadnesses of pseudo archaeology, you just have all this pure bullshit that layers over this real and interesting archaeological past. No, it's not 25,000 years old. No, it's not a pyramid, but it is an interesting structure. That's 2000 years old. That's on top of a natural hill like that's cool. And it is sizable. It's not just some little tiny building or something. It is a interesting sort of multi-platform structure at the top of this natural outcrop. And and that's that's great. You know, that's that's really interesting stuff. And he, of course, goes on to break down the geology of the area and the archaeology of the area. And man, I got to say, Carl. Nice work, my friend. Just really well written, very understandable, very thoughtful article. I highly recommend. It just cuts through all the crap. You know, it's refreshing. Way better written than the other articles that that we've been talking about. Speaking of which, when we come back, the worst bits of this. Yes, we haven't got there yet. All right. Hello and welcome back one last time to the Pseudo Archaeology Podcast, episode 129. And we are wrapping up the Ganung Padang non pyramid. So I was saying we haven't got to the worst bits. There are a couple extremely damning little bits and bobs here that we'll that we'll touch on in a minute. Before we do, I do want to talk about sort of the platform structure, right? The actual structure. Again, do look at, at Carl Fagan's article. It really has good images of this, but to see it in your mind's eye, do picture like like the the top of a hill or sort of like the top of the of a ridge. And right when you're near the very top, you kind of have a series of of sort of platforms of si- of sizable platforms that kind of step up one at a time. You know, picture like a tennis court and then like another tennis court you know, a couple feet above than like another tennis court, if that makes sense, that kind of feel where you haven't created the whole mountain. Why would you, right? If you're building an imposing structure, why would you like start at the bottom with bricks when you have a big ass mountain right over there? 
You know, you're going to use it. I've seen this multiple times in other places in the world. I've totally seen this in the Maya world where they will. It's like terraforming. Basically, they'll, they'll terraform the top of a hill, right? They'll, they'll sort of they'll like flatten the top of a hill and then they'll build a pyramid on top of the hill, sort of continuing the angle of the hill, if that makes sense. So when you come up to it, it looks superimposing because it is right. It, the pyramid looks 100 feet tall, but the actual built part of the pyramid might be only 30 feet, right? The red, the other 70 feet is a natural hill, but it gives you that entire view of a tall structure. That's the same kind of thing that's happening here. They're using the natural geography in their favor, right? And they're going to build at a high imposing place where you can look out and it just has this like feeling of power and authority. That's what you want, you know, makes total, total sense. So we have this really cool structure that has been totally maligned in terms of people trying to say that the natural volcanic hill that it's built on is part of the entire structure. It's just foolish. And that's 25,000 years old or whatever. It's just not the most damning bits to this. Okay. The main Scientist here, we might have to use scientist a bit in quotes, Danny Hillman, not a Wajaja. A book he wrote in 2013, the title is Plato Never Lied. Atlantis is in Indonesia. Yep. So you see right there where he's coming from. You're like, oh, Lord. And then on top of that, one of my other favorite tidbits, if you don't believe that this is fake. In their excavations, they they found a coin. They found a Dutch coin that dates somewhere between 1914 and 1945. Right. So they basically they found a hundred year old Dutch coin. And they refuse to say that it's a Dutch coin. They label it an amulet and say that it's 7,000 years old. And when pressed, like, but this looks an awful lot like a Dutch coin. The answer is, you can guess this with me. Well, the Dutch actually used ancient amulets as models for their coins. Dude, (sighs) I just I'm sorry. I I had a small aneurysm just then. I can't feel the left side of my body after that. I mean, I mean, can you are you still you can't be healthy after that one? I'm sorry. I I, it's it's really let's be honest. It's not healthy to listen to this podcast. It is literally bad, but it's bad for your brain health. So. The last bit of this, you know, if that isn't bad enough, I, I, that might be the bottom of the barrel. But one thing that really bums me out is the more the article that was more for the general public, the one that Graham Hancock linked to is not the scientific article. It's this other one in Science Alert. And the title is Giant Pyramid Buried in Indonesia Could Be the Oldest in the World. Man, see, there's so much wrong with just the title. Giant Pyramid? No. Buried. No. Yes, it's in Indonesia. Could be the oldest in the world. No. 
it's so it starts with utter bullshit and then it just fills it all in. This is lazy reporting, you know, where it just it takes as sacrosanct that this information is all true. And it just goes it just does this deep dive and it's like, oh, yes, it's meticulous, meticulously sculpted. You have stuff that dates from before the last glacial period, all of this, it goes in. There's nothing about, well, maybe it's nothing, you know? So this kills me because if you read an article like this, it's written very seriously. It's got good images, very straightforward. And anyone from the general public who reads this is just going to think it's true. Like if I was 18, before I went to, went to college and studied archaeology, right? If I read this article, I'd be like, oh, yeah, well, that's a that's a thing. Like, that's okay. Ganung Padang is an ancient pyramid, much older than all Egyptian pyramids. And it's not, right, at all. Not even a little. Like, I hope that I've kind of broken down there for you why this is just, again, complete bullshit. You know, and it is a waste of our lives. It's a waste of our time. And it's sad, you know, and I I joked on description of this podcast. You know, I was like, well, after this, I'm gonna have to spend a generation having people come up to me and go, yeah, but, you know, what about that pyramid in Indonesia? And I guarantee you that will happen and I'll have to like debunk it again and again and one more time. And I will because that's my job and I don't mind doing that. You know, I'm happy to teach people stuff, but it's just so sad that their mind has just been filled with fake crap, you know, and it is in these moments where I'm just where, where it does make me angry towards Graham Hancock because it is such a public disservice. So with that said. I think it's time for a warm round of applause for all of the researchers on this project. They get congratulations all around. Congratulations to them. They dated a mountain. And with that, I'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Pseudo Archaeology Podcast. Please like and subscribe wherever you like and subscribe. And if you have questions for me, Dr. Andrew Kinkella, feel free to reach out using the links below or go to my YouTube channel, Kinkella Teaches Archaeology. See you guys next time. This episode was produced by Chris Webster from his RV traveling the United States, Tristan Boyle in Scotland, DigTech LLC, Cultural Media, and the Archaeology Podcast Network, and was edited by Rachel Roden. This has been a presentation of the Archaeology Podcast Network. Visit us on the web for show notes and other podcasts at www.archpodnet.com. Contact us at chris at archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.